Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Hey, good morning, everybody. We're so excited to be gathering with you in house church today. And, and online. And online. Yeah, all you, all you onlineers. Um, <laughs> now, we're stoked to just get to be together today mm-hmm. and uh, to get to share with you a little bit about where we're heading in this yep. fall season. Yep. Uh, I know there's been a ton of questions and, and everybody's kind of wondering what's going on. And today we get to help answer that the for you reveal. as we get into, yeah, where God's leading us as a church. This past season has been amazing. Yes. There's been a lot of yes. really good things that we've learned and there's been yes. some hard things that we've totally. processed through. Um, but we're excited about where God's taking us next. Yep. And I just want to kick this off by saying thank you yes. to all of our house church leaders, our hosts, our facilitators, yes. our yes. worship leaders. Yes. Uh, this has not been a perfect process. <laughs> it's been a steep learning curve for all of us. <laughs> has but anybody man, <laughs> done this before? Any- any, right, no. Raise your hand. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, but I really do. I want to say yeah. thank you because you guys have sacrificed yeah. a ton yes. to provide environments for us to gather together as the church. Yes. Uh, many of you have led. There's been new people who've stepped yeah. into facilitating Seriously. and helping so lead cool. discussion. Yep. Uh, we've had all kinds of different people being involved in helping lead yep. worship in the house church settings. Yep. And, and I just personally want to thank you so much yeah. for sharing your gifts. Um, this was what part of the season was about for yep. us was being reminded that all all of us have something to contribute yeah. to the environments where we gather together. Yeah. And you guys have done such an amazing job of that. Yeah. So I want to say thank you. If you're in a house church right now, would you just look around, give somebody a clap, a hand, a high five? Uh, because there has been a lot of people who have, have really sacrificed a lot That's to right. make this house season, yep. a house church season work. And uh, man, we're just so honored to have these kind of leaders yep. in our church. And I want to celebrate every single person who's been part of a house church who's mm. brought something, yeah. who's contributed. Yep. That's been something cool over the summer yeah. is we've learned to bring a word, to yeah. bring encouragement, to bring a, a word of prophecy, whatever yeah. it is. And so um, good job. This yeah. has been a learning season. Yeah. Like what it means for me to actually come and like I got to say something, you know, and I know that has been way out of the comfort zone for a lot of you, but this has been so cool. So good job. Good job learning through the season what God's been doing. Yeah. You know, God gave us a pretty incredible strategy. Uh, clear back in May, yep. as we were, everybody was navigating this new season mm-hmm. of COVID. Many churches were not gathering in any way, shape, or form. Right. And we felt like God gave us a really distinct strategy for yep. house church. Yep. And uh, it took a lot to execute that. <laughs> um, but what it led us into, I think, has been really a beautiful revelation for yeah. us as a yeah. church, hopefully for you yeah. uh, and your family. It's exposed a lot of things in us. Totally. Uh, maybe some paradigms and mindsets, some comforts that yeah. we've become very accustomed to. Yeah. And it put us in an environment where really we had to take a look at Scripture. Right. Um, and really examine our own hearts mm-hmm. and let the Holy Spirit do some work in us about what community looks like, what it means to gather together as a yep. church. And uh, man, I just want to commend you. Yeah. Um, and I want to give a shout out to our staff and our team for just taking this leap. Right. This was a risky season for us <laughs> in so many ways. But God has shown himself so faithful. That's right. Um, and really set us up for... Um, 
some really beautiful yeah. things in the season to come. And yeah. this has really been a God idea. Absolutely. And, and just to throw it out there, house church for us was never a stopgap. Yeah. It was not a, anything that we were like, oh, we'll just do this until we can do church again, yeah. right? No, this was something that we really felt, and we're going to talk about this yeah. more today, that God had led us into, yeah, which is why doubt. we look back over the summer and celebrate what God's done yeah. because we're like, okay, this, is, this has been his plan and yeah. his intention all the time. First and foremost, I want to say this right, mm-hmm. right now. Um, our mission as a church, and I'm going to look right in the camera, our mission as a church has not changed. Right. In fact, over my sabbatical, this was one of the questions I had for the Lord. I was saying, God, is, is something changed about our mission? And I got like this radio static <laughs> silence, just nothing. And uh, one day I was sitting up on a mountain and God revisited this conversation with me and God just simply said these words, I have not changed my mind. Right, wow. And so it just brought such clarity to me that the mission of the kingdom of God and the mission of River Valley to help every person know God, live free, discover their purpose and make a difference, the mission hasn't changed. Right. Our method certainly has. Absolutely. Radically changed. (laughs) And we've always said that. Like like the method, the the delivery is probably gonna change over time. But the mission of why we're here has not changed. Right. And God hasn't changed his mind about it. So I want to be really clear about that with you as, as part of River Valley and from us as a leadership. Our mission has not changed. We still right. are here to help every person know yeah. God, live free, discover their purpose, and make a difference. So we are, we're going to go into a series, and you see it up behind us here, called The Church. And uh, we're going to explore the book of Acts. Yep. And what the book of Acts has to teach us about how when Jesus commissioned the disciples to go out and to be the church, to be the body of Christ, what the outflow of that was, what that really looked like in the early church. And and we're going to see kind of the genesis of that. As we explore the book of Acts. And so today, here's what I want to do. I want to take us into kind of the early parts Mm -hmm. of the book of Acts. And we're going to, we're going to kind of be all over the book of Acts as we go into these next probably six to eight weeks. It's going to be awesome. Um, And I would really encourage you begin to read the book of Acts. Yeah, seriously. In your time with the Lord. Uh, Listen to it. Pray through it. Let God just illuminate your heart. Mm -hmm. But we're going to open up the book of Acts today. And we're going to be reading out Acts chapter two. And we're going to start in verse 42. Verse 42 says, All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing meals and to prayer. So there's some very specific Mm -hmm. things that they give us here. But I want to look at the beginning part of this verse. It says, all the believers. So what we're talking Mm -hmm. about here is unity. Yeah, yeah. What we're talking about here is buy-in. What we're talking about is people who identified themselves as followers of Jesus said, we are going to live life right. this way together. Right. And it was different than their culture. I want to be really clear about it. It was yeah. different than the culture that was around them. And it goes on to say, and devoted themselves. They made a choice. Mm. They made a choice. They made a willful decision to say, hey, we're going to live this way mm-hmm. because we see this as the pattern for health in the body of Christ. And right. this is really what the early apostles were teaching them. Yeah. So it goes on to say, verse 43, a deep sense of awe came over them all. Remember awe, we talked about this Mm -hmm. in a series about a Mm -hmm. year ago, this place of of reverence of God, of, oh my word, he is God, like just captured their hearts, right? Um, And the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders, and all of the believers met together in one place (laughs) and shared everything that they had. They sold their properties and possessions, and they shared money with those that were in need. They worshiped together at the temple, listen, each day, and met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, 
all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship, Come to on. their gathering, Hello. those who were being saved. Yeah. In, in, in Paul's writings, in his letters that he wrote, he used um, the term church a lot. Yeah. But what's really cool is um, the, the word church, typically uh, most of the, the definition of it comes from a Greek word called ekklesia. Mm-hmm. And you might have heard this term before. But ekklesia is really, really cool because um, in its definition, just as a basic, it just means the gathering together of people. Yep. Right? Very, very basic. Any kind of people. Any kind of yep. people for, yep. for government, whatever it yep. is. What Paul did is he took this term ecclesia and applied it to the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so what he did is he gave it this whole new definition. Mm-hmm. And and one of the reasons or one of the, the meanings behind the term ecclesia is to be called out. Yeah. The called out ones. So the church becomes mm-hmm. the called out ones who gather yeah. together. Yeah. And it's this really cool thing. But here's here's the, the geeky part. This is what's really cool. He uses the Greek term ekklesia to talk about this, the corporate gathering, the Mm -hmm. corporate gathering together of the entire church and the homes, the people who gathered in homes in communities, right? First Corinthians 14, 23 says this, Paul says, he says, so if the whole Mm -hmm. church ekklesia comes together and everyone speaks in tongues and he goes on to how yeah. uh, how to navigate speaking in tongues but he says the whole church the whole ecclesia yeah. but then if you go on in First uh, Corinthians 16 and also in Romans 16 he yeah. talks about these two amazing women yeah. Priscilla and Aquila yeah and they were just, they were rock stars. They were heroes. But what set them apart is they had a ecclesia mm-hmm. that was in their home. Yep. And so in 1 Corinthians 16, Paul is actually addressing and he's saying, hey, I want to send greetings from Priscilla and Aquila yeah. and the church, the ecclesia that's meeting in their home. And yeah. then in Romans 16, it reverses it. Say hi to Priscilla and Aquila and the ecclesia that's meeting in their Come home. Yeah. He uses the same Greek word to talk about both of these yeah. things. And, and what he's doing is Paul is pulling them together and says, listen, Ecclesia, God's plan for the church includes both. Yeah. It's so not good. just you get together in the temple. So good. It's not just you get together and, and, and share a meal. It's both of yeah. those things together. And that's what's really, really powerful about this, this term or this plan that God put together. Yeah. And when we think about the word ecclesia, we actually see it in a number of places throughout scripture. And right. it, it'd be a fun study for yes. you to do, yes. uh, to open up your heart to this, this yeah. principle of ecclesia. Um, but ecclesia always refers to a people. Right. Yes. And I think that's yes. something really important for us because because much of what we associate the church with is a building. Is a building. We're right. sitting in, in a building right, right now. Right. And we've made it sacred. Yeah. When Scripture teaches right. us that the ecclesia, the people, the, wherever they yeah, gather. Yes. Uh, I've, yes. I've gathered with the ecclesia around a a tree. <laughs> In Africa. Right. I've gathered with the ecclesia in beautiful, beautiful buildings here in the United States. Right. I've gathered with the ecclesia in, in all kinds of different places. Yeah. But the ecclesia is what is important, not the location. So, so as we look at like our what we're doing yeah. here, and even what God's leading us into for the fall, we have to understand that for us, as we look back over the summer, house church or a community yeah. ecclesia was never intended, and it was it, it was never intended to be a stopgap, but yeah. it wasn't invented because of COVID. Correct. This wasn't something yeah. that we just put together and said, well, we can't meet in this building, so we might as well right. get in smaller groups. Right. right. It was never intended to be that. It was actually something that God intended and I really think used COVID 
to reawaken this yeah. side of ecclesia. It's the ecclesia that gathers together. Yeah. And he, he was just saying, yeah. hey, listen, you, you, you've got this. Like you, you understand this. Yeah. But the ecclesia of yeah. you as the believers gathering yeah. together, I, I want to work on this. So what did he do? He used a pandemic worldwide uh, <laughs> <laughs> disease our attention. to help us with that, which is really cool. Come on, it's so good. You know, as I was thinking about this this week, and just trying to, to kind of process this, yeah. what, what does this look like? So we, we see scripture, Acts, talking about large group gatherings. Right. We see Acts speaking of these smaller group settings. Right. And uh, I felt like the Lord gave me an illustration <laughs> through a bicycle. <laughs> uh, you know, when you think about a bike, uh, a bike has a very distinct and intentional purpose, right? It, right. It's a mode of transportation that gets us from one place to the other. <laughs> Uh, this is a pretty special one. This is, this is actually Tim's my bike. This is my bike. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually my daughter's Naya. Uh, this is her her bike. She loves this bike. It's nice Naya. Streamers. The only thing that's actually missing is her basket on the front, which I <laughs> maybe I broke. I don't know. But um, her 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 bike. Uh, this bike has a very specific purpose, and when it functions in its purpose, it's amazing. Right. It's amazing. And notice it's called a bicycle. By, by the very definition means two, right? right? So two wheels on this bike in order for it to accomplish its purpose. Yep. When we're using both parts, uh, it functions perfectly. Right. When we're not, not it good. doesn't. Not good. And I've got some scary statistics for you mm. that, that have just come out. Mm. Uh, some statistics taken from April to about June or July of this year. Mm. And a one in three self-proclaimed Christians who were consistently going to church prior to the, mm. the COVID pandemic hitting our culture and our world, uh, one in three of those are now no longer attending church and no longer attending any kind of church. Wow. So their entire faith was built around this fact that they could gather in a church building on wow. a weekend. And once that was taken away, right. one in three Christians, wow. people that would call themselves Oof. Christians, now no longer attend any kind of church or any kind of type of church. Oh That's word. online or in physical uh, connection. Wow, uh, Church, that should tell us something Oof. about Sobering. what we have promoted as being a Christian or being right. a part of the church. Right. And it's not even biblical. Right. Like the biblical side of it tells us that we need both the corporate gatherings and we need the small group environments Meetings, together. Yeah, and what we've yeah. found as a church over the summer mm. is that these smaller places uh, of gathering pr- are beginning to produce in us something different in our faith right. and our love for one another right. and our care for one another. Yeah. And that takes time. I, yes. I don't want to presume yes. by saying, yes. hey, three months, we've got this yeah. all figured out. No, 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 no. <laughs> but what we have understood very clearly is the need for that type of engagement yes. and connection. And it's not, and this was the title of today's sermon, it's not either or, right. it's both, both and. and. Yep. We, we need both large group gatherings right. and the, right. the health of the intimacy that comes in the small group space. Yeah. So, so we want to talk about now, what does this look like right. in going forward? Right. What does this look like for River Valley, for us as a church mm-hmm. in going forward? And again, I don't want you to project this onto anybody else. Right. This is what God is it's speaking internal. to us yeah. as a church. 
This yeah. is what God is speaking to us individually. I All even right. posed some personal questions for you <laughs> a couple weeks ago to yeah. process through because God is doing some work in us. But here's what I know for sure. The Christian faith, the journey of faith was never meant for us to, is not a personal walk with Jesus. Right. We use that term all the time, but that is not even a biblical scriptural mm. reference. There is no such thing as a personal walk with Jesus. It is a corporate walk with Jesus that we do, right. that I have relationship with him in, but God never built that relationship to be outside the context yeah. of the body. Wow. He never built it to be wow. isolated. So, so how do we move forward? What does this look like? I want to read for you a scripture yeah. that I think encapsulates this uh, in a really beautiful way. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 says this. Let us hold tightly without wavering. I love the, the firmness of that. Mm. To the hope we affirm or we profess. Yeah. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. Right. Anything that we build our lives on has to be in this, this right. truth. Yeah. God won't change. It's good. Yeah. He will keep his promises. And it goes good. on in verse 24 to say, let us think of the ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. In other words, you and I need to be thinking about, I need to be thinking, how can I motivate Jason? How right. can I come alongside of you to provoke you? to prod right. you forward, to right. inspire you, right? To this place that scripture says is acts of love mm -hmm. and good works. And that happens in community. community I have absolutely. to be close enough to you and yep. have enough conversation with you. Yep. I can't just come and sit in a chair on a Sunday morning and be like, you go, Jason, <laughs> right? Like that just doesn't work. Like we've proven that. Right. And yep. so it goes on, goes on to say, and let us not neglect our meeting together. Hmm. <laughs> that sounds something strangely like large group gatherings and being yeah. together in the corporate gatherings as some people do. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. I am not here to preach to you about end time eschatology, but if right. you can't look around and see, <laughs> man, there might be some scripture <laughs> being happening. fulfilled around us, then, then, then we might be missing part right. of the, the, the puzzle that's going on here. Like... This clearly teaches us yeah. how important it is for yeah. us to gather together, to inspire one another, yeah. to pray for one another, to bear one another's burden, to, to encourage one yeah. another into these loving actions. Yeah. And on the other hand, to be gathering together in large group uh -huh. spaces and celebrating the goodness of God and, and, and all of the yeah. things that we've begun to experience and have experienced in our past. So once again, it's not either or it's both and right. for our health and our growth. Mm. So let's talk about Jason, the nuts, nuts and, bolts and bolts of that. Okay. Nuts and bolts. Let's, let's talk about what that looks like for river Valley yep. as we head into the months that are ahead of us. Right. And so let's talk the corporate side of things. Yep. Let's talk about large group gatherings. What does that, yep. what does that look like? How are we going to approach that? So here's what's going to happen is, is the shift taking place beginning next week on the fourth mm -hmm. is we are going to, um, reinstate, mm -hmm. if you want to call it that way, corporate, um, weekly corporate worship gatherings. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's going to be on Sunday morning at 10 AM. And I know everyone's like, yay, we get to worship yeah, together it's awesome. again. It's going to be so yeah, cool. And like so I good. said, this is, this is a major, major part of being a Christian, yeah. a Christian walk. And, uh, and so we're going to get together and do that. Now I do want to set some expectation though, good. that good. these services, these gatherings are going to look different yep. than what you've known. Right. Yep. Beyond just we're going to be socially distanced and people are going to wear masks if they want and all that yeah. kind of stuff. 
um, these services are going to look different. Okay. Um, for, for one, for this season, as we step back into yeah. this, there won't be children's ministry. These will be family services, yeah. right? So kids will be with parents. We will be doing things to make sure that these services really connect with kids yeah. as well, whether that's a worship song yeah. every once in a while, that's a kid focused worship yeah. song, uh, whether it's the interaction with the kids during the message, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it's going to look different. Yeah. The other thing that's going to be different is this kind of format over the summer we've looked yep. at in, in what house church has been amazing yeah, we love it. is we've been able to digest and ingest the word, but then discuss it yeah. and pray for one yeah. another. We're going to be building the weekends now yeah, to include so cool. that. So it won't be, you know, Pastor Tim or myself standing up on stage talking for 35 yeah. minutes. It's going to be a shorter, more succinct yep. teaching like we've known in house church. Yeah. And then there's going to be time for us to actually discuss yeah. what we've been talking so about awesome. and pray for one another right here in the yeah. sanctuary. Well, will that look missy? Yes, it'll look yeah, messy. Yeah. It'll mean at some point we're like, okay, everyone, turn your chairs around yeah. and uh, and start talking with yeah. the people right around you. Yeah. It will look messy, yeah. but it's so good. And this yeah. is one of the things so that we've important. seen. So yeah. that's kind of some of the ideas for corporate. And I just want to say how excited I am about some of the things that we've learned out of House Church, bringing them into our large yeah. gathering spaces. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited to get to worship together yes. with one Woo-hoo. voice and, and, yeah. and pursuing the heart of God. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see different platforms of ministry taking place inside right. of that environment. And this this space of really discussing the word is really to launch you into what we're going to talk about next. That's right. Uh, we've always believed in small groups. We've always believed in their importance of yeah. gathering together. Yeah. We've just now seen God help us take some new new steps in this. That's right. And so small groups are going to look different yes. coming into specifically this semester of small groups. Yes. Um, but really, small groups in house church now are, are going to be almost Synonymous. Synonymous, yeah. Um, some different things that are going to take place right. inside of uh, our small group environment right. or our house church environment. Uh, talk to us a little bit yeah. about that. Right. So small groups, we, we understand. We've said this for a long time. Yeah. We're a church of small groups, not a church with small yeah, groups. Come on. And there is no other time yeah. more than right now that I Dude. can think of that's actually going to show this. Yeah. Because we are, the, the doing life together is going to yeah. happen in these small groups. Yeah. Now, with the addition of a corporate gathering on the weekend, yep. that's going to shift a little bit. What we are saying now is as we launch into the fall, small groups are going to be the gathering of three to five people mm-hmm. or two to three families together yeah. on a weekly basis for the purpose of having a meal together, encouraging and praying for one another, yeah. and really, really talking about what God is speaking in their life. Yeah. And it might be that at certain seasons that we're going through a Bible reading plan, a yep. new version as a church, and then that's being discussed yeah. in these small groups. Or it might even be something in your small group. You're like... We're going to read this book together, yeah, yeah. and then we're going to be talking about yeah. this, kind of like a, a book club idea, right? Yeah. But these are going to happen, and I'm going to use a word that's a real buzzword that everybody likes right now. <laughs> these are, and this is the way it's supposed to be, these are going to be organic. Well, wait, does that mean that they're going to cost a lot more <laughs> for the same thing? I'm just, because that's what organic means. I me. hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but what it means is... Um, we no longer are just going to have small groups for sign up yeah. or sign ups for small groups where yeah, you just, you either. know, what, you know, oh, I want to do that when I do that. No, no, no. Yeah. We get to be the church. Yep. You get to be the church. Yep. And now what we're saying is this fall, the onus is on you to gather together three to yep. five people, two to three family units yep. and to do life together. Yeah. It's not going to be something that the church is going to structure or organize yeah. 
But it's going to be something that as each of us as believers, yep. we are pursuing that on yeah. our own. Yeah. There's nothing that says that, that we have that relationship in the church has to be based off of whether or not there's a structured program. Yeah. That was never the plan. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to be doing this. And yeah. so small groups are going to do it. So we're removing, um, with the addition of the corporate service, we're removing some of like the, the worship mm-hmm. um, things that we've experienced every week in house church, right? Not to say that in your, in your exactly. small group, if you want to do worship, do exactly. worship. Like, Tim Sheegan grabs beautiful. his people and there grabs his guitar and you yeah. guys sing some songs. Awesome, right? Yeah. But we are having that in a corporate sense yeah. now. But what we really value is the doing life together yeah. and encouraging one another and being there to support one another. Yeah. Um, I, I'll just give a real quick testimony. In our, in our house church, there's mm-hmm. a new couple, Gary and Linda. You guys are awesome. Love you guys. They um, have joined our house church mm-hmm. over the summer, right? Well, Linda has been in and out of the hospital with mm-hmm. heart stuff and, and gallbladder things and, yeah. and everything. And so um, it's, been, it's been really challenging. But what's been amazing is they have been in a family. Come on. And the family yeah. has been able to come around them yeah. and support and love yeah. them and, and everything. And they're not having to walk through this yeah. alone, yeah. you know? That's what small groups are supposed to be like, yeah. is being there for one another. Yeah, and you know, this, this is, again, we're going back to the book of Acts here, right? We're building our lives on the word of God. Yeah with large group gatherings, which are wonderful, and we we want to be together in those spaces, and the small group component. Now, now here's the easy thing for us to do. It's just to regress back into, well, I'm just going to go to church church. on Sunday because that's convenient for me. Uh, And and I want to remind you, this is not about convenience. This is not about any of those things. It's really about taking us forward Mm -hmm. in our relationships with one another. Here's one thing that I've learned in this season of COVID, Mm -hmm. and here's one thing I just Mm want to speak to you. You are experiencing the depth of community that you have chosen. Mm. There's <laughs> many of us that, that in this season have, have experienced much deeper relationships right. with people. Right. Uh, we've gotten to know people on a totally different level. Right. I hear that all the time coming right. out of the, the house church that I'm a part of. Like, man, I probably wouldn't even have talked to that person sure, if it was yeah. just Sunday morning. And yeah. now, like, we're doing dinner together yeah. and hanging out. And, and there's some really texting. beautiful things that are coming out. So yeah. some of us are experiencing a deeper depth of relationship. Yeah. And others of us are not. We're right. just as lonely now, if not more, than before. Right. And, and we want to invite you into this place. You have a choice of what that looks like in your right. life. Right, right. And, and, and don't, don't get me wrong. A lot of what you're experiencing yeah. or what people have experienced, and maybe you're in a place where you're like super lonely. Yeah. This is not... Adding a weekend component back is not going to That's fix right. that. That's right. Right? When we go back to work, it's not going to mean that you're just connected yeah. again. Because what God's doing, and, and, and just know this from, my, yeah. from our pastoral heart, yeah. what God is doing is he is exposing some things in you yeah. to understand that maybe, just maybe, your, your, your Christian life, your life of faith has been lopsided. Mm. So where this has been what it is, but this piece has has not had the focus. So what God's saying is, listen, listen, no, 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 no. I desire this. And and for you in your life, and I understand that so much of that sometimes comes from hurt. It comes from offense. It comes from real things that have happened in your life. Well, in order to find healing and health, this is the painful part, but this is so true. That comes in community. In community. That's yep. the only place yep. that there can be healing yep. from those things. And so we're, listen, we, we are super excited about this next season yeah. where God's taken us yeah. as a church. And again, it's both 
and yeah. not either, either or. or. That's right. Uh, it is it is connecting in wonderful large group gathering spaces, pursuing the heart of yeah. God together in those, yeah. uh, incorporating families and individuals in that environment, yeah. discussing, praying together, um, and it's gathering together weekly to grow in our yeah. relationships. So here's what we're challenging you to do today. Before you leave your house church, we want you to think about and begin to contact some people that you would like to gather together with mm-hmm. in community and relationship. Some of them might be sitting around you right now in your house church. Right. I hope so. Right, right. I yeah. hope so. And maybe for the, some of you that are watching online or, or feeling uh, lonely in that space, maybe there's some creative ways that sure. you can begin to gather with sure. three to five right. um, or, or connect in one of those spaces. And maybe you're sitting there going, well, I haven't really connected in house church over the summer but my heart is really that I want to be with people, and, and I think I'm more comfortable with that now. Uh, it, it is not too late for you to lean into right. some of these relationships inside right. the house churches. And so yeah. and we want to encourage you to, yeah. to do that. All of this is built and predicated on the reality that our hearts need to align right. with God's Word. Right. And I know some of this, we're presenting this to you today, and I can already feel the tension of, oh, yeah. what? Like another thing. I, I I'm going to ask you today, and here's what we're going to do in our house churches and for those of you that are watching online. We're going to take a few minutes here and we're going to pray for one another that that our hearts would align with the kingdom of God. That our hearts would align with what we see the book Mm -hmm. of Acts church looking like and really the church of Jesus looking like in gathering together in large group spaces and... In, in the small small group yeah. environments. And so and we also want to be clear, we're not pressing anybody into, if, if at this point in time you're just not comfortable with those spaces, uh, we just want you to know they're available mm-hmm. for you. Sure. And for those of you that are completely comfortable, we want you to come and participate and be a part. We're here, and right. we, we will continue to be here, both in the small group and large group environments. And just to throw that in there, for those that are watching online and maybe for health mm-hmm. reasons or whatever, ha- are, are not ready to engage yeah. back in a corporate setting, yeah. um, we're going to continue to live stream the services yep. every week. So yeah. we've We've actually put some technology together yeah. so that you can still be part of yeah. those live weekend yeah. experiences. Yep. So let's do this right now. We're going to jump into yeah. uh, our, our house church kind of small group settings. And uh, we want you to pray for one another. Yeah. And just take a few moments. If you're feeling anxious about this, if you're wrestling through this, or you're super geeked out and excited, really doesn't matter which end of the spectrum <laughs> you fall on. Um, we just want to take a few moments and just pray for one another, yeah. that our hearts would just line into that space. So I want to take a moment and pray for you yep. right now. And then we're going to launch you into uh, these times of prayer inside your house churches or for those of you that are watching online. Just a moment you're going to take with mm-hmm. God. So let's pray together. Yeah. Father, we thank you so much for the power of your word to reveal your plan and your will. Yes, God. And Lord, we thank you that the church was your idea in yeah. your design. Yeah. And the design of the church to gather together in large group spaces to worship and celebrate and discuss your word and to gather together in small group spaces, Lord, to, to walk in relationship with one another, to bear one another burdens, to pray for one another, to fellowship over food. God, Lord, we thank you that that was always your design for the body of Christ, and we yeah. are that body. Yeah. yeah. And so, Lord, today, Lord, I just pray that you'd help our hearts to align. Lord, I pray if we've had paradigms or preconceived ideas from the past, Lord, mm-hmm. Lord, that we would just lay them down at your feet right now. If we're concerned about schedules or time or all of those things, Lord, Lord, that we would first align our lives and our hearts with your word. Mm. And Lord, that we know that as we do that, God, Lord, that the emotions and the joy and all of those other things follow, Lord. We first build our lives on a choice, a choice like the early church made to gather together 
to be one, yeah. Lord, and to devote themselves, Lord, to prayer and the word and, and time together and fellowship over food, Lord. And so, God, would you teach us that? Mm. Uh, Lord, we need your help. Yes. Lord, we just acknowledge yes, that, Lord. There's yes, so many of us that have built our lives on rhythms and routines, God. Uh, that, Lord, you're trying to adjust in right. our lives. And so, Lord, we just, we just present ourselves to you. God, in this time, as we pray together as a church, Lord, would you do the supernatural work of transforming yes, our Jesus. hearts, God. Uh, Lord, that we would align together in unity yes, and joy Jesus. about where you're taking us yes, as a church God. in the future. Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you so much for your hand of grace and mercy mm. upon our church, yes. upon yes. each of our lives, Lord. And Lord, yes. we just choose your way. Yes, Lord, God. today we yes, just declare God. that. We choose your way. In Jesus' name, mm. amen. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.